Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Master Your Being. I hope you are doing well. You know when you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see or you see things maybe that other people don't, right? The world tells you you're, you're, you're handsome or you're pretty or whatever it is, right? And you don't see it. That's pain clouding your perception. That's what that is in manifested into real life. Into real life. That, that's what it is. Looking in the mirror and not seeing yourself clearly. The extreme version of it would be something like uh, somebody with an eating disorder. Looking in the mirror, they're totally skin and bones and all they see is fat. That's also the extreme version of pain clouding the experience, clouding what they see, clouding their judgment. That's extreme, obviously, but it's there, right? That's what that looks like. So what I continually offer is the idea that if you can clear the pain out, you'll be able to see more clearly. So then eventually, when you look in the mirror, you're okay with what you see. Your perception is no longer clouded. Suddenly, now you can start to see what those people around you were talking about. Suddenly, now you can see that you're too thin and you need to gain some weight. Suddenly, now you start to be able to see those things clearly. That's what we're doing when we're healing. That's the healing that I talk about all the time, the idea of fixing your perception because the perception skews the pain. The perception is skewed from the pain. That's what we have to do. So sometimes I talk about it as a funhouse mirror. When you go to a carnival and you look in that funhouse mirror and it warps your body, it skews your perception. Pain does the same thing that a funhouse mirror does. It skews your perception. So when I talk about healing, what I talk about is the idea of removing shame, blame, guilt, and victimization from the story you tell about what happened. Whether it was something that happened externally whether it's something that's going on inside of your head and has nothing to do maybe with the external experience, doesn't matter what it is, whether the shame, blame, guilt, and victimization are projected outwards or whether they're internal things that you turn on yourself, doesn't matter. The idea is the same. You remove the stories of blame, shame, guilt, and victimization from your thinking about yourself or your experience. You remove those stories. 
And this came to me a new way today. And I want to share it with you. Even if somebody does something directly to you or at you, you are not a victim of that experience. You may not have had control over that experience, meaning you may not have been able to stop the other person from doing what they were going to do, but that didn't make you a victim because being a victim makes you powerless. And even if you couldn't control the situation, you still were not powerless. Your power is in yourself. It is how you respond or react to the situation after the fact. After, when it's over, when it's done. It's what you do with it within yourself after. That's where your power is. That's your point of control. It may not, you may not have any control at all in that minute when that thing is happening. But after the fact, that's where all your power is. Your point of control comes later. Sometimes experience does that to you. Your point of control comes later. But when you identify yourself as a victim, you never take that point of control. Because immediately you render yourself completely powerless because you think your point of control is in being able to control the experience. But what if that's not true? What if your point of control is only in how you respond and react to everything that goes on around you? What if your point of control is not in being able to manage or control the experience in any way, shape, or form? It's the pain that makes you think you're a victim. It make, that makes you think you're powerless. It's the pain. You tell the story of pain. And the story of pain is the thing that happened. The story of pain is the thing that happened. And that's the story you keep retelling. And the more you retell it, the more your mind kind of runs away with it. And starts to spin things in there that weren't necessarily in the original experience. They didn't necessarily happen. But you picked them up because you kind of wove them in there. There's extra stuff that becomes part of the story that isn't actually part of the story. That's what happens when you replay experiences in your head over and over and over and over again. So what if you didn't do that? What if you focused on your point of control? How am I going to respond or react to this thing that happened to me? How am I going to respond or react to this thing that happened to me that I didn't have control over? That I couldn't stop from happening, that I didn't have the power to change at all. Put your power where it is, not where you think it should be. Your power is in what you do with it after it happens. Not in where you think it should have been in your ability to stop that scenario from even happening. That's a powerless, victimized stance. 
It's a powerless, victimized viewpoint that will just create pain for you. It won't get you anywhere. Your point of control is in your, how you react or respond to what's going on after the fact. Pain is what clouds that perception. The pain is what you makes you think you need to do something differently. The pain is what makes you think you did something wrong. The pain is what makes you think there's a problem that isn't there. It's the pain that does that to you. When you come at healing in this way, it doesn't necessarily stop you from having to go around it a few times. It doesn't remove this concept. You know how sometimes in spiritual circles we talk about healing as being an onion where there's lots of layers to it. It doesn't prevent that. There's still the layers there. You still sort of take off chunks of it that you can manage at a time, right? You take off pieces that you can handle. So you're pulling it, you're still pulling it apart gradually. And so it, it really is still an onion and there are still layers there. You're still pulling it apart gradually. But the difference is that no layer is overwhelming. No layer is any more painful than any other layer. No layer is any more difficult than any other layer. It, it all becomes just more of the same, usually at a different angle. So the first layer I saw it and it was at a 90 degree angle over from the right. And then the second time I looked at it, well, then I was at a 90 degree angle from the left. And then the third time I looked at it, it was a 45 degree angle from up above and so on and so forth. And you just sort of start spinning around the thing and you see it in different places from different angles in different ways. And you just keep spinning around and working through it. And what you will also see is how it connects to other aspects of your life, how it shows up in other places in your life. And then you'll start to be able to go off and, and deal with some of those things, some of those places where your experience took on some scope creep and started to show up in different aspects of your life. It showed up in your career and it showed up in your relationship with this person, your relationship with that person and how you view this and how you see that and all of the other things. You start to see it. It becomes more clear. And then you can pick and choose low hanging fruit. You can pick and choose which thing do I want to deal with right now? Which one do I want to go get? Which thing's important to me? What do I feel like managing right now? What do I want to deal with today? You start being able to get some real control over it. How do I want this to look? What do I want to do with this? And you're no longer triggered by any of it because you just see it as a thing that happened. It's outside of you. You didn't have control over it. You couldn't do anything about it. So you left it there. And if that younger version of you picked it up and took it on and made a thing out of it, then you can deal with that. You have the power to deal with that because the pain is no longer skewing your perception. You're no longer looking at life through that funhouse mirror.
You're so worried about what you're going to see when you look at the pain through the funhouse mirror that you'd rather pile the pain up in the corner and forget that it's there. And it's the screwy perception that makes you want to do that. It's not because the pain is this big bad thing. It's because your screwy perception makes you think it is. So you get stuck in it. And you avoid it. And you don't deal with it. And it piles up in the corner. And then you lug all this pain around. And you're miserable. Regularly. And you're frustrated by your life. Because now you're living from all this pain you're lugging around. So it's showing up in your behavior and how you react to what's going on around you every day. And if you're anything like me, then you're the train wreck like I was. And the people around you are just trying to figure out how to, how to contain the beast, <laughs> as it were. And it's interesting what happens is you start to learn to manage yourself within the experience and the pain stops being a thing. Because then people have to re renegotiate how to navigate with you. Oh, she's not going to do that anymore, right? So it forces them to change their own behavior, their own reactions and responses. So they start to shift too. Sometimes they try to suck you back in. But then you still have a choice. You still have a choice. Your power is still within you even when you cannot control the outside world. So even when people are sucking you back in, you still have a choice. You still get to decide how to respond and react. You still get to figure out what to do next. You still don't have to take that pain on. You still don't have to make yourself a victim of anything. You can still keep your power within you. Don't make yourself a victim of the outside world, ever. Because you are not. It doesn't matter whether they come at you or not. It doesn't matter what they do to you. It doesn't matter that you didn't have control over the experience because you have control over yourself and that is the most important thing there is. Because that's where your point of power is 99% of the time. You have minimal control over the experience. You need to stop thinking that you should have control over your experience because you don't. And then you say, but how am I supposed to get okay in my life if I don't have control over my experience? By managing yourself. By putting your point of power back where it belongs in your body. Your point of control is over your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. That's it. That's why your experience doesn't determine whether or not you're, you're okay, because you don't always have control over your experience. So you can't let your experience decide how you feel. 
or what you think. Your point of control is within you. It's in how you react and respond to what's going on around you every single time. Are there times in your life where you may have some control over your experience? Yes. Use it. When you have it, take it. Go for it. There's nothing stopping you from taking control over your experience when you can. But there are many, many, many situations in your life where you will not have control over your experience. And that means you're going to have to remember where your power is. And you're going to have to stop making yourself a victim of experiences where your point of power is within you and not over your experience. Healing in my world means removing blame, shame, guilt, and victimization from the story that you tell about what happened. Because when you remove those things, you remove the painful skew in your perception. And when you remove the painful skew in your perception and you see it clearly, now you can shift. You will no longer feel the pain of the experience. The experience will no longer be painful because you no longer are holding on to the things that caused you the pain. Does the experience itself sometimes cause pain? Yes. But that's minimal compared to the amount of pain you create for yourself through your skewy perception of it. You just don't see it that way. And so you think you need to relive it and cry it out and do all this stuff. And you don't. You don't. You just need to deal with your skewy perception. And when you fix your skewy perception, everything else changes. When you realize that you are simply on the receiving end of somebody else's pain that they are projecting... It stops making you a victim of those experiences. You are simply on the receiving end of somebody else's pain, nothing else. And if you can see every experience you have like that, you will feel better. Because that puts control back in your body. Now you get to choose, right? Because everything's a choice. Which relationships do you want to be in? Which ones don't you want to be in? Right? What do you want to keep in your life? Now you get to choose. You're an adult now. So every single relationship you have, family, friends, co-workers, and otherwise, every single relationship you have is a choice. 100% of your relationships in your life are a choice. That means that you get to decide which ones to evict.
If somebody does nothing but project pain, you have the right to walk away from that relationship. Those are the choices. That's how you do it. You decide, do I want to be in this relationship or not? If you want to keep the relationship, then you have to figure out how to get okay with what the other person is throwing at you. Your point of control is within you. It's not out there. You can't change the other person. So what are you going to do about it? If you don't want to keep the relationship, then you start to distance yourself from that person. Doesn't mean you need a big confrontation. Doesn't mean you need to tell the other person off. Doesn't need, mean you need to make, make it into drama. Doesn't mean you need to do any of that stuff. Just means you need to figure out how to put some distance in there. It's all a choice. It's all a choice. You get to choose which relationships you keep. You get to choose what you do with every experience that you have. You get to choose. You don't always get to choose the experience, but you do always get to choose how you respond or react to that experience. The experience is just a thing that happened. Your job is to figure out how to manage that in such a way that you don't have to run from it, hide from it, or simply stick it in a corner and try to forget about it. There are ways to do this, folks. There are. There are ways that allow you to be okay in the experience without needing to control the experience. Stop looking at life through the funhouse mirror of pain and start to see it more clearly. How will you know you're seeing it clearly? You will not feel the pain anymore. The pain will go away. You will feel the relief. You will feel the freedom. You will feel better. That's how you'll know. Doesn't mean you won't have to revisit it in a month from a different angle and get a different perspective on it. It just means that in that moment, you will feel better. You will resolve the thing in that moment. And then you'll move on with your life and you'll come back at it from a different way and it'll show you something else and you'll deal with that and then you'll do it again and you'll do it again and you'll do it again. Welcome to the onion of healing because that's how it works. This stuff isn't necessarily easy all the time, but I promise you it's doable. I promise you, you can manage it. I promise you it's not as scary as your mind wants to tell you it is. And I promise you, once you start and you get some practice, you will feel better. You absolutely will. And it will get easier because it does. All right, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening, gang. Please like, share, and subscribe if you've enjoyed this. It really does help my little podcast grow. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back next week. Have a good one, everybody, and I'll talk to you soon. This has been Della Wren with Master Your Being. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Wren. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. 
I'll see you soon.